everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Money. I am here with Carrie Ann, who is going to be interviewing me, your host, Cassie Parks, today. Hi, Carrie Ann. Hi, Cassie. I'm really excited about this. As you guys know, in the Year of Growth series, I'm also participating, and uh, everybody who's being interviewed in the Year of Growth growth series gets a chance to turn the tables and ask me anything they want. So take it away, Carrie Ann. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk to you today about um, future self. Yeah. We talk a lot about it in the Enchanted Circle, mm -hmm. and um, that's what we're aspiring to um, grow into and to stay in, in contact with. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to ask you if you could explain, first of all, what future self is. Yeah, of course. Um, it's totally, you know, it's my favorite, um, it's my favorite thing. And so it really is, and it sort of evolved out of, um, as, as you know, or I'll give it a little bit of background, like the first workshop I created after I had written my investing uh Investing Secrets for a Champagne Life book, which is all about real estate. I had zero intention of doing any real estate transactions. And then I wrote that book in three days. And within, I lose track, I think it was eight weeks, I had bought and sold three properties. Like I had been under contract or I was under contract and all this stuff just started moving. And so I looked at what happened. I said, how is that? Like, how did I create that? Right. It was cool. It was all, it was all good buy and sell stuff. Right. Uh, in fact, one of the sales was for when I changed over money, money, money to manifest 10 K and I bought a property and sold it a couple months later for like $6,000 more wow. in profit. And I started looking at like, well, how did I create that? And what I went back to is that three days in that workshop of that intense talking about real estate, um, being in it, talking about the numbers, how good it is, what it creates, all the potential, all of that. And I'm like, oh, that's how I created this. That's cool. And so I created the workshop. I said, I bet you this works if we are in our place. Um, and I don't, I didn't call it future self for a while. I don't think so. I'm not sure what I said, but I said, you know, that person who are, is in five years already has what you want. And so I designed this workshop and I said, okay, I think this is going to work. And I asked one of my friends was really struggling in her business. I said, I have an idea that I think is going to work. Do you want to be the tester? Uh, and she's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so she, she doubled her business in 10 days, which is awesome. And I'm getting to like, what is your future self? And so it's the version of yourself that is five years from now that has everything you desire is being everything you want, has the experiences, the life, both the abundance of just interaction and experiences with each other, you know, and that goes from money to girlfriend nights to uh, Saturday mornings in bed with, you know, the love of your life. Like your future self is the person who's living that life with everything you asked for in it. Okay. Yeah. Then that makes sense to what we talk about in the Enchanted Circle. Yeah. So my next question for you then is how did you develop how to get in touch with your future self like what you know because you're very specific with us in certain ways on how we can connect with her or or him how did you come 
to get to that process? Oh, I love this question. I like, I never really get to talk about this. So fun. <laughs> um, so I just talked about how I came up with the idea and I knew that our brains changed in three days. I knew that literally the, the wiring can change in three days, right? The plasticity of your brain, it starts to rewire itself in three days. So I knew that was the magic number coupled with writing, um, investing secrets and the outcome that that had had. So um, remind me your exact question. How did I come up the process? Did, yeah, because again, you know, you give us um, suggestions and guidance on how we can tap into her, but how did you create that? How did you develop that? Yeah. Okay. So the first was seeing that this very intense being um, in the place where you have everything you want versus you're trying to get everything you want or trying to solve problems to get to where you want. Um, creating that intense three-day workshop was the first step. And I knew the process would work. Um, I knew I knew it would work, and then it did work. It was amazing. Um, and then as I coached more people, as I took more people through it, I started to hear, um, I started to just hear more. Like there's a, we do a future self interview, right, in the workshop. And now after hearing multiple people, be interviewed. Like I can hear the moment that somebody clicks into their future self. And for some people, they do that two minutes into a 30 minute interview. And for some people, it's not till the last two minutes. And it doesn't matter how long you're there. But what I started to learn was I could tell like, oh, you're not in your future self yet. You're in your future self right now. I could hear the. I started to hear the difference in words. So that's one way um, that I actually coach on that. Um, is because I get the information from your future self. So everything is specific to each person. So I'm not going to tell you what's, what somebody else's future self does, right? Every guidance I give you is from your future self and from how I heard her, what I saw in her life. Um, so that's part of it. Um, of course, you know, part of it is scripting, um, <laughs> which... <laughs> my go-to. It's the thing that, that really shifted my life. And so I started scripting when I wrote Money, Money, Money. And I realized, because I wanted to become the coach who had successful programs, who knew what it felt like to have people actually enrolled and being coached and paying me money. And so I scripted that the whole time I wrote that. And then what I realized after that, that was kind of just free-flowing scripting. And then what I realized, I learned a couple other things about um, you know, the unified field and, and the membrane that is the universe and just different, I was taking a couple different courses and picked up a couple different things and said, okay. And I started, it just hit me one day. I'm like, you have to script this more intentional, more in the experience versus, so with money, 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 it was really just like, oh, money flows to me. I love all the clients I have. I love this. I love that. Everything's amazing. Right. And one day it hit me. And this is when I was, um, about, I was, scripting relationship. I was like, I don't need to just script that. I have this amazing man in my life. I need to script the experience. Like what's it like? Cause it had been a little while since I was in a relationship and I wanted to go into that knowing that. So scripting the full experience, like what are the emotions? What are the senses? And I just kind of did that naturally. And then, um, when I tried to do, um, the workshop the first time, actually the person, I had somebody who wanted to do the workshop and they didn't end up finishing it. But as I was teaching her, um, I definitely had the friend that was like, yeah. And that was after this, but, um, you know, somebody, but as I was trying to teach somebody else, my scripting process, I realized like, 
I said, okay, go script like this and do it with emotion and do it with this. And she came back and I'm like, this isn't it. This doesn't have emotion. It doesn't have your senses. It's, it's just the, the high level stuff. It's not the deep stuff. And so I started to look, I pulled out my scripts and I said, okay, cause I knew they worked. I knew they worked quickly. Like I had scripted um, something about a relationship and friends coming into town. And within a couple weeks, um, this person who had been a friend showed up, but her best friend couldn't come on the trip. And that gave us the chance to really bond. And I was like, I'm living this script. Like we're laughing, we're spending all weekend, we're going to parties, we're doing this. And, um, and I knew I, I could, it was the first time other than when money was coming in from money, money, money that I realized I created that. Right. Um, so I looked at my script cause I knew it worked and I said, why does my stuff work? And so I started to pull out, okay, I do emotions a lot. I do the senses. I do this. And so in order to teach someone else, I had to create a formula. The formula was something I naturally did. Um, but I had to create it so I could teach other people how to do it. And then as time has gone on, I realized why all the parts of the formula are important and why they had led to my quick success. So then it's definitely a combination of a few different things that help you to connect with your future self. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's, it's laying that foundation in scripting. It's hearing yourself speak. It's a letting her come through having that experience. Um, that's what we do in the interview is like teaching our current self to be quiet and let our future self come through. Um, and then in the enchanted circle, it's really having someone who can um, call you on it. Say like, is that really your future self? Or do you just, are you just saying your future self would do this because you want to do that? That happens yeah. with some of my other clients, you know, um, yeah. in particular. Yeah. <laughs> say, oh, my yeah. future self does this. I'm like, mm, do they? <laughs> now, now that brings me to my next question for you, because yeah. I, I find it very interesting that you can see your client's future self before your client even knows anything about a future self. So how do you how do you zero in on someone's future self when they really don't even know what's happening or what's going on or even how to, to contact and connect with her? Mm, so do you mean, are you asking like before they've done the workshop, you think I can connect to their future self? Yeah. Or even during the workshop, because you know, lots of times, you know, it'll be like, um, you know, I see your future self this way or, or like you say, is this really what your future self would do? Like, how do mm -hmm. you know what your client's future self is? Yeah. You know, like before we even get a chance to really dig in and delve in and, and start on that journey. Yeah. So I think, um, I don't think I fully see them until they've gone through the workshop. I think I, I, uh, so like when someone's going through manifest 10 K I'll connect to that emotion that we've set out. I'll use the information that we've created up front and that's how I coach someone through that. And I think sometimes that feels like, Oh, you can see where I'm going, but like, Every, each person created that information file, right? I just happen to remember and refer to it, you know? Whereas we, when we're doing stuff, sometimes we forget. So that's how I do it there. Um, I think that I fully connect with them after the workshop. So because I've seen their life, like I've heard their words, what you want. Um, I've seen three days in their life, like three snapshots of their life. Um, 
I've heard them speak to me in the interview. I've heard the words they use. I've heard what they say. And then I've heard their story because we write the story looking back. And so I pick out, oh, like this is what happened and she did this. This is how she gets through. And almost everyone's story, there's a key. There's like one mantra or there's one sentence. It's often not the whole story. It'll be... um like we're interviewing Maggie and hers, her mantra that really came out of that story is people show up to give me money. Right. And so that's the thing. Oh, that's who her future self is. I mean, I know a lot of other details, but that's really what gives us that insight. And so I think it's just, it's being the observer instead of the participant. Like when you're in it, you're thinking about, okay, how do I script right? How do I do this? And you're living that life. You are living it, but you're just not aware of it. But as the observer, as the teacher, I'm like taking notes. I'm like, okay, she actually <laughs> says this. She doesn't say this anymore. She does this. She does that. Um, yeah. Okay. So you're, you're sort of pulling it all together for, for us at a higher level when we're down doing the work and can't see the forest for the trees type thing. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. Right. Yeah. 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 So how, how frustrating, and maybe that, I don't think that's the correct word, but when you see someone that, you know, is struggling or, you know, kind of is hesitant on their journey, they don't know, you know, where to go, and you sort of see them spinning their wheels, how do you, how does that affect you mm. as a coach? Yeah. Um, so it's never easy, right? But I don't stay there long. Like it's not fun to see somebody, especially because I know their future self. It's not just like, oh, I think they have a lot of potential. It's like, I've seen the life that you live, right? I've seen her. And so what I always go back to is my job as a coach is to hold the space and to, and to let other people's process happen. So some people need to spend a little bit longer, you know, it's just like when you're stuck in the mud and you got to like rock the tires and spin, right? Like some people are really good if they're like professional mudders, like they know how to get out of the mud really quick. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But some others like me, it might take a minute to get that, you know, to get in that motion. And I think as human beings, that's part of who we are. So while it can be frustrating or it doesn't feel awesome as a coach, I also know I've been through it because I do all of the work that I ask you guys to do. Um, I know that there are moments where I, even just recently, like this, this last novella that just released, well, at this point, <clears throat> probably is a couple months ago by the time this interview comes out, but it took longer. And there are moments I know, right? And it's about the next book. The next book is really big. So like, as long as I don't publish this one, that one doesn't have to be finished. Kind right. Of. <laughs> And so I don't stay there long, but I have enough, um, I know on my own journey that there are moments where I spin a little bit or I, especially in the beginning, right now it's less, right. But there were moments where I did that. So I just remember that my job is to hold space. It's to continue seeing their future self. Like even if they're choosing to spin and not take sort of that forward movement toward it. My job is to still hold the vision is to still see them there. And then when the opening is there for me to have a conversation about, Hey, you're not, you're not doing X, Y, Z, or you're not fully stepping in, or it looks like you're afraid. Then I can take those moments knowing that I've put all that energy into seeing their future self. Um, 
I think it was how do I handle, I don't know if I answered your question. No, you did. You did. Because there are, you know, we're human beings and right. We, Mm -hmm. we run into roadblocks or things that we don't understand and we're afraid Mm -hmm. and, you know, to have somebody there to sort of push us along or guide us, you know, is really helpful. But I can understand how, you know, it's like seeing a two-year-old trying to tie their shoe and you're like, just let me, no, can I just, just let me do it. No, you got to do it on your own. So I was wondering what your, you know, how your feeling is when you do see people that are sort of, you know, a little stuck. Yeah. Um, so now we've got you as our coach. Mm-hmm. So when you find yourself in these similar situations, mm-hmm. do you have a coach that you turn to? Is Do you have your sort of... Um, you know, guiders and teachers that you turn to, to help move you forward? Um, so I was, I always have had a coach before most of the time in different, depending sometimes, um, in different aspects, right? Um, I don't get stuck as much. Like I knew, like I kind of knew what was going on with the book and I could like kind of call somebody or I also knew there was some other stuff going on in my life. And I'm like, I can't handle both at once. I'm going to process this one thing over here and then I'll get back to it. So I can see it now. Um, obviously if I need, um, some coaching, I can call Jenny, um, like a quick coach to get me out. Um, I've recently thought about hiring a coach. I ended up not hiring a coach cause I realized what I really needed to do was feel through the full experience. And, sh- and for me, she wasn't going to be able to, to, it wasn't going to be any better with her because I'm pretty experienced at that. And I, and I trusted myself. So I looked at that. I was all ready to hire her and I was like, yeah, it doesn't feel right. You just, this is work you just have to do. Right. Um, so yeah, but I am like right now, uh, I enrolled in a program earlier this year because I wanted to remember what it was like to take a program and I wanted to remember what it was like to learn something. And it's good for my business. It's about, um, just creating obsession in your business. Um, and I wanted to remember that. So I wouldn't say that's an official coach, but I'm getting that experience of stepping back from what you think is true. Like when there's assignment, same as with manifest 10 K, right? There's assignment and it's like, okay, but I do that stepping back, eliminating that, but I do that. And really looking at that assignment with fresh eyes and how can I, how can I do it today? That's, that's different. How can I show up fresh and present today? So, um, most things I can get myself out of, but in a heartbeat, if there was some place where I really felt stuck, I would hire a coach in a second. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love that you, um, are having the same experiences that your clients are having, Mm -hmm. you know, because you can certainly speak from a place that is authentic and not just, oh, well, you know, I learned this from this person. I learned this from that person. You've actually lived it Mm -hmm. and you're now sort of, you know, sharing your knowledge. And so when you're living these experiences, is this where you get inspiration to, you know, like come out with a new program or, you know, like you came out with Enchanted Circle and, Mm -hmm. you know, so are, are these the spaces where you do get that inspiration? Um, the spaces with a coach or the spaces on my own? No, the spaces on your own. Just when you're sort of, you know, going through something and you're like, oh, you know what? <laughs> this, this would be great. You know, like. Yeah, that's exactly how the Enchanted Circle, like there were some things that I didn't love how they were working. And I was like, okay, how do I want this to be better? This is what I want. This is what I want. And not, um, 
like from the enchanted circle, it definitely was a whisper from my future self. It was like, and one little inspired, you know, talking to a certain person on a certain day, you know, inspired this, inspired this, inspired this. Um, but it came from my future self. So yeah, like staying in it, staying scripting, staying, um, and I'm trying to think what I was scripting when the enchanted circle. So I always tell you guys this, but you can just being in your future self, even if you're doing um, nothing like what you're doing now. So I think I was scripting. I don't know what I was. I have to go look at this now. You want to make you want to go figure out what it was, <laughs> but it wasn't, it wasn't specific to business, right? It wasn't, I wasn't scripting. Oh, I have all these clients. I, I was scripting about my amazing life and the bubble up the inspiration for enchanted circle hit me. And okay. it was like, oh, okay, that sounds fun. Let's follow that. Okay, that sounds fun. Let's follow that. And I stayed um, scripting that life to create the Enchanted Circle, which right now is really, my script right now is really relationship focused. It, there's somewhere else that goes in the day, um, but it has nothing to do with the Enchanted Circle. But I know that's the energy that keeps bringing, that scripting is still the energy that brings new people to our amazing circle. Right. And, and that's, so another question for you is, you know, there's a lot more people now in the Enchanted mm -hmm. Circle. Um, so how do you manage having um, all the people in the circle? You do a morning call and an uh, afternoon call. Mm -hmm. plus you have your one-on-ones and plus whatever else you're sort of working <laughs> on. So how do you juggle your week or how do you sort of plan, um, you know, all the activities that you have in the week and still be able to, you know, do some, spend some time for you and have space for yourself. Yeah. I, so I made a conscious decision when I um, opened the Enchanted. So I'd been working on it all last year, but even more in October, November to eliminate anything that really wasn't helpful to my business. Like there's no extra. So everything I do is, um, and that needs to be done isn't even right, but I cut down anything marketing wise that didn't feel like it was serving. I mean, really what I have podcasts now, the interviews with you guys, like my podcasts are really what I do now in terms of marketing. I've built that up. And so I don't spend a lot of time on that. I try and spend as little time managing my business. Not try. I do. I intentionally spend as little time managing it as possible. And I've built up that trust muscle that money comes in. There's enough time. Like just because I'm doing work doesn't mean it's productive. So I've really cut out anything that isn't productive in terms of um, like the day-to-day -day kind of like running the business, right? Uh -huh. um, and then I set up times where I get to show up and be in the enchanted circle. And I love it because I've built my life so that at seven o'clock at night, I can check in and coach for 15, 30 minutes and like still have all my amazing life, right? Um, let's see, how do, it was the question how I juggle it all? Yeah. 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 Um, I've really, I just do what I love. I've really eliminated anything that I don't love um, from my life. And that took a little bit of practice. It took a little bit of trust and it took honestly different levels. Like I thought that I did that sort of the first the first year of my business, I sort of played as much as I wanted. And then that next year, I really started to try and build things. And I started working more. Um, and I did that for about two years. And then last year into this year is really, okay, let's really test out how, and it's not even how little can you work. 
Cause I love coaching. Like I'll do that. Like I was so excited. I got up yesterday and coached for 45 minutes straight in Kajabi. It was amazing. Right. Um, but how do you just leave the space for the things you love and not make busy work? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. And it, again, it's really cool that we get to watch you, you know, live your life following the same you know, steps that you're uh, guiding us through. So it's really great evidence for those of us who are in the Enchanted Circle um, and those of us who do one-on-ones with you. You know, it, it really is an inspiration because we know it's possible. Like everything is possible, right? Yes. So, yeah. so it's, you know, you know, thank you for living through it so that we can see the evidence and see that it, it is certainly a possibility. Oh, of course. Now, what is the best part of coaching what do you like the the most about coaching and you can't just say coaching (laughs) (laughs) i love coaching period no (laughs) say more about it (laughs) the best part is really watching people oh there's so many best parts but they all come from the change i get to witness right like the best parts are I love equally like those first like ahas, right? Like, like just coming from like, you know, manifest 10K, one little exercise, like that first aha all the way to, you know, my VIP client was here last weekend and this watching her in the last six months completely transform and then even transform again in the three days that we were together. Like I love seeing growth, no matter if it's that, that first part or it's like, holy moly, you're stepping into this, you're stepping into it, right? (laughs) I just, I love the success and the aha, and I love true growth. Um, Like, you know, anybody can, I don't like like the fluffy, like you're not really doing the deep work growth. I love like the deep work growth. Yeah, you like the messy stuff. stuff. (laughs) Let's get messy. (laughs) The messier, the better. Right. Okay, people. So Cassie thrives on our messiness. (laughs) But it's true because, you know, you you learn that on the other side of the messiness, that's where all the good stuff is. So um, we certainly appreciate your enthusiasm. (laughs) Okay, so um, one last question for you. Do you learn from your clients? I'm sh- yeah, I'm trying to think of an example. You know what I learn is I do learn. I learn when they they do it different than me. Like um, they have different experiences, right? So I learn. I've learned a lot from my clients I've, because I get to watch. The thing about when you do it on yourself is you have one. You have one data point. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I know what it looked like this, but, um, it even happened on the call last week where I was like, Oh, that's new. Like I, I now need to teach that. I need to address something different because I didn't see that coming. And, and what I love, what I learned from my clients is, is the patterns. And I learn once I see like, okay, everybody usually stumbles a month into scripting at about this, you know, they all get bored at day 30. (laughs) Right. And so what I learn is, Oh, but, but, what I learned, like, keep going, keep going, is that the other amazing stuff is on the other side. And I do things now uh, because I was inspired, you know, I'd have a client going through something and I'd say, I think we're going to do it this way this time, right? I want you to play this way. I want you to do that way. 
And that's changed. Like I don't give the same scripting assignments as I used to, like I do it differently. Um, we do things for 60 days now. And so I learn so much and I'm so thankful because when you have more data points, you get, you just get to make the program better. I get to be a better coach and I get to serve you all better. And you serve us all individually, even though we're in a group. Yes. Right. Which yeah. is also quite fascinating to observe um, because you go from someone that's, you know, just started and somebody that's been in a program for six months or somebody that you've been with for two years mm -hmm. and we're all on the same call. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, it's, it's, it's really fun to watch you, um, you know, address each person's, um, you know, space where they are in that moment. And, and that's what prompted me to ask you, you know, do you learn from your, your clients? Because everybody is so different. This program isn't cookie cutter. Right. So yeah. obviously there's room to grow because we're all so different. So, you know, with so many different people that you're working with, like, my gosh, there's so much, like you say, you know, data points and, and data coming at you. Mm -hmm. There's got to be some you know, some learning in there for you somewhere for sure. Yeah. And it's so fun. Cause I'm like a, so when I say data points, like that's what I love. I love seeing, okay, now 20 people have gone through this process. Like how, where do I, what do I need to add? What do I need to take away? Yeah. What do I need to make more clear? You know? Um, Cause I'm a scientist and I want to make it as the most efficient, right? I want to get us there to the good stuff as fast as possible. Right. And so, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And then your future self is in there as well, because she's, you know, guiding you and whispering to you like, Ooh, look at <laughs> this is where we're going to go now. <laughs> and I wonder sometimes, does your future self really whisper or does she sort of shout a little bit and get excited? You know, Because like, I see her with a little glass of champagne. You know? I love that visual. I, I love Cassie that. on your shoulder. Oh. A little Cassie on your shoulder. Yeah. Oh. oh you should make a bobblehead, Cassie. I should. Okay. Oh. oh, man. <laughs> With a little glass of champagne. Oh, my gosh. And your little head just wobbling. Oh, I love it. Oh, my it. gosh. That's <laughs> great enchanted. We're going to get Wow, we just got hit with inspiration. I love it. <laughs> yes. See, I do, and I get inspired by my clients, right? I'm like, ooh, yeah. I can do this, I can do that. Like, because I'm always wanting to, like, how can I support you all more? I think awesome if you had a little bobblehead on your desk. Like, <laughs> oh my God, Cass, hold it in her car. Yeah. And the car, oh, okay. Like, the okay. possibilities here are endless. They are endless. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> ooh. That's yeah, that's a whole separate call. It is, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, thank you so much for um, um, answering my questions about future self. Um, it's, it's really important to understand the role that she plays um, in our path and, and um, hearing you speak about her and how you came to discover her and develop the program, um, again, is really inspiring and it helps us to understand that, um, you know, um, it's not always, it's not always easy, but, you know, at the end, it's the good stuff. It's the juicy stuff. And we grow as people. And, you know, we're all here to do that in some way, shape or form. Um, and knowing that you go through it as well, and you go through it every day, just like we do, um, again, is very inspiring, because, you know, 
it's, it's one thing to have somebody teach you, but it's one thing to have somebody who's actually lived it and experienced it. So thank you very much for doing that. And thank you so much for your programs and your support. It's just awesome. And I love being in the Enchanted Circle. Oh, I'm so glad you're there. And thank you for interviewing me today. It's so been fun. It's been so fun. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you all for listening. Make sure to check out my next interview with a Year of Growth participant, as well as listen to Carrie Ann's next interview and whoever's up next week. All the interviews are great. Thanks for tuning in and have a great day. Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn more about enrolling in the Enchanted Circle, go to cassieparks.com.